Hey guys, welcome back to part two of the Micah Stauffer Huxley um, story. I strongly encourage you to listen to part one if you haven't already, just so you can keep up with what's going on. I'm not going to like rehash it. Um, it just would be a waste of everybody's time and attention. What I want to do really quickly is I'm going to outline the main topics. This is a little more um, thorough of a, you know, it's a little more thorough in my um, discussion of the actual claims and the topics as this family is just being raked over the coals and, um, they're being raked over the coals by people that are not really versed in this world. They don't understand the complexities of adoption, the, the statistics, the, the truth of adoption when intentions are not managed and expectations are not managed. So the first claim is that, um, <laughs> that they're monsters who sought out a child in China for an adoption journey story to gain um, a following on YouTube and monetize it. They used, they did, in fact, um, take donations for Huxley's adoption costs, and that this is all part of their, you know, their big picture too. Um, get 1.5 million total followers between their channels and then to just say they don't want to do it anymore and um, then claim two is that they just decided to rehome him. Um, let me start with some data. So when we use the word rehome instead of dissolution or um, you know, disruption or whatever, the word rehoming. Um, what does that mean? Okay. So rehoming is a term, um, and I'm reading this from adoption.com just because this is kind of like a, it's, it's verbiage that needs to be clarified. So, um, Rehoming is a term often used in situations where adoptive parents are trying to quote-unquote get rid of their adopted child. This can stem from the behavior and or emotional issues from the adoptive child that the parents do not feel equipped to handle. Now, BuzzFeed got involved early on, and I'm going to also go through the BuzzFeed article because it's, it's, a, it's a funny one. Um, what the article is saying is... Uh, thousands of people all over the world had so many questions about how Huxley um, could have been rehomed, and they were, you know, wanting answers, basically. So um, BuzzFeed says two days later, a lot about Huxley's current whereabouts are still unknown. The staffers have gone dark on their social media accounts since announcing that Huxley would no longer be a member of their family. They've repeatedly declined to speak to BuzzFeed News. Through their lawyers, the couple has said that they would not be releasing any details, and um, I don't believe that they should have to, but they won't be re releasing any details about why they made this decision to dissolve the adoption or where Huxley is now, citing privacy concerns. I think that's legitimate based on the shit that's occurred. I mean, like, would you? Like, look at what's happened to them. Would you really want the new family to experience that or Huxley to experience that? I mean, these people are... Like, I know someone personally who made a comment, it's not even supporting her, but just expressing compassion for the situation of dissolving, you know, the adoption. And she was hacked for five hours and harassed within her, from her social media to her social media by a hacker, not in this country. Um, so, let's see. 
So one place we know um, Huxley is not is with the state government of Ohio, where the family lives. Val Turner, a spokesperson for the family's local child protection agency in Franklin County um, for the Child Services Department, confirmed to BuzzFeed that um, news that Huxley is not in their custody. That would mean that he was in foster care or custody of the state if he was, okay? So that would mean that they just turned him over to the state and put him, um, put his, 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 all of his needs and all of the, the things that they have clearly spent time privately, paid, paid money privately to have, um, people that are not just showing up from the state after a um, uh, a claim is made. These are people that are specializing in his disabilities, um, medical professionals, whatever. Those aren't provided to you just because you're looking at your options. Like the state, if the state is involved and then he's in the state's custody, that's a totally different scenario. Okay. So they did confirm to BuzzFeed that, that he wasn't with child services. Um, and this is in quotes, the adoption for the Stoffer family is an international adoption, which does not involve our agency. Um, it appears that Micah made arrangements with an individual person versus an agency. Turner added that the agency is obligated to investigate any reports of abuse or neglect if one should arise, but any involvement would be confidential. In the U.S., there are two very t different ways a child who has been adopted internationally can be placed with a new family. The first is known as rehoming or, quote, unregulated custody transfers. Chuck Johnson, the president and CEO of the National Council for Adoption, told BuzzFeed, um, and while it's incredibly frowned upon by adoption advocates, it's not illegal. As, according to this, it's also not illegal in Ohio. Um, there are some states that do prohibit it, but even in some of these states, the statutes are not always clear, and the penalties vary, and many states have no prohibition. Um, we would like to see a creation of the national standard of prohibiting it. In these cases, Johnson says, an adoptive family can bypass all legal requirements, the courts, the child welfare system, and place with another family without regard for their safety. Johnson said he and other advocates are currently working to outlaw this form of child swapping, the existence of which has been featured in several news reports, including an in-depth investigation in 2013. We do not want to see rehoming issues. That's the illegal part. We want to see it prohibited. We want that stopped and prohibited by law and punishable if people engage in that illegal, very dangerous, dangerous practice, he says. The State Department also spoke out against the practice in its latest annual report on intercounty adoption, saying this practice possesses serious safety concerns for adopted children as well as legal ramifications for the parents. However, there is an above-board way for parents to place an adoptive child with a new family in a process known as an adoption dissolution. Um, according to the Council for Adoption, this occurs when parents that have finalized an adoption relinquish their parental rights to that child. The child is then either adopted a second time by another family or is placed in the state foster care system. These cases where the child is adopted by a new family can be facilitated by the agency independent of the state or federal government. Johnson says the agencies are required to report such transfers to the government. Properly licensed child placement agencies have the same authority that the state agency would have in terms of legally the legal uh, ability to take responsibility for the child and make placement decisions. Johnson said he added that eventually the new family will need to go through the court system to adopt that child legally. These adoption disillusions or disruptions, which is when the adoption is canceled before the child is legally adopted, are rare. They're not rare. Okay? They're not rare. 
but they do happen every year. According to the State Department in fiscal year 2019, uh, eight adoptions were disrupted out of 2,971 total international adoptions. The children ranged from ages 2 to 13 years old. Some remained in the home country um, and were returned to the orphanages. Others were placed with new families. There's a bug in my face. Sorry. Um, and the adoptions, oh, in the physical year 2018, the adoptions of four children, all age five and under, were disrupted. The reasons range from medical and behavioral issues to the parents changing their minds and being unprepared. The offers did not return a request for more information on the adoption agency they used, but Micah stated on YouTube in the past that Huxley was adopted through the World Association for Parents and Children, or WACAP. In 2019, WACAP emerged with Whole International, one of the oldest and well-known, uh, well-established international adoption agencies in the U.S., the vice president for the policy and, um, and external affairs for Holt International told BuzzFeed News the agency could not comment on whether they were involved in the Stauffer adoption. However, she said in general, in a general sense, the way the Stauffers went about it was unusual. Putting it on social media and describing it as we found another family, well, what does that mean, Cox said. Did they go through an agency? Was there another home study? Um, done on the family. That part is highly unusual. Cox said, unfortunately, not every adoption works out. It's not a good fit. And parents who believe they can no longer take care of their child need to work closely with an agency to access resources for help. There are times that there is a relinquishment and a reassignment does happen. It's very tragic for everybody, and in particular, the child. Cox herself is an international adoptee from South Korea who is a preeminent voice in international adoption and child welfare issues. Um, quote, unquote, her sent she echoed Johnson's sentiments against rehoming a child with no oversight, calling it unethical and improper. Rehoming the pra rehoming the practice of just taking a child from one family to another. There's no process, she said. There's nothing that makes that okay. There's nothing in that in there that protects the child. Whole International goes through a series of counseling and evaluations once they learn a family wants to find a new home for their adopted child. If a family relinquishes their parent parental rights to the child they adopt, we would work to find a family for that child, she says. It's unclear from the Stauffer family statements, or that of their lawyers, who exactly was involved in finding and vetting the new family Huxley is now presumably in the care of, or who they consulted with when making the decision. The statement, um, in the statement, the couple lawyers cited a team of medical professionals who advised our clients that it might be for the best for Huxley to be placed with another family, um, but offered no further details. They also said the couples consult the couple consulted with multiple professionals in the healthcare and educa educational arenas in order to provide Huxley with the best possible treatment and care. The lawyer stated that the offers had hand selected a family who is equipped to handle Huxley's needs in the video announcing the decision. Micah um, said only that the family was a perfect match for Huxley. <clears throat> he goes on to quote her. And when BuzzFeed News asked the staffers to clarify who was involved in the transfer of Huxley, that vetting process was used, and if the adoption agency was involved, they did not return um, a request for comment. So, hopefully, I didn't read that so terribly and so quickly that you couldn't follow. But I want to point out some very specific factors. Okay. What, what I just outlined and read to you is the opinion of people that are in the actual business, the industry of adopting children, the financially rewarding industry of international and domestic adoption. When they say 
it's rare and they quote these numbers that is false information that is false information it is used to further an agenda and a narrative that is a bigger problem it is a driving um, source for me to make this podcast um, I have been dealing with the, the fuckery of child services and their real agenda, their real um, motivation for a lot of the things that they do that are um, that set people up for failure. It is a whole system and a whole nother episode of facts, but it's a whole system of, of bullshit. It is not simply these people have the best, you know, um, the best of intentions. They don't have the well-being of the child in mind most of the time. Now, they all come on this BuzzFeed article and tell you why they're the, the best. What The best way to go about things is to use them as a resource. That they do all of these things. They check out. They, they, they check out the homes. They do these um, evaluations and assessments and they hold background checks and all this stuff, right? But then if they're so good at that, if they're so good at vetting all these families and they're so good at checking out all of the, you know, um, contributing factors to what may be negative for a child's experience, why the fuck did Huxley ever even end up with this family? 28-year-old mom that has four biological children. They have a YouTube channel that they featured this agency on. It was always in the eye of social media, along with many other overly optimistic um, monetized adoption journeys. It's not a rare thing anymore. We know that. It gives them all good press, right? This is just the rare occasion where the press went south and it's been spun to be so negative against the selfers so they're literally telling you in their quotes in the quoted article with BuzzFeed the conversation they had the better way to go about this would be to talk to the agency and then they'll they will find another family for the selfers and Huxley they will even though the selfers are the ones that have been raising him the selfers have paid out of their own pocket. They didn't get services involved. Okay, the state didn't come in and start um, issuing their requirements on how they do things, which is a whole different ballgame, like I said. But the selfers who are very wealthy, who have resources and access to private protocols, okay, private processes, private families, second chance adoption is a thing. And I have seen very few people that don't have money have any form of success. Most people do not take their children that they are guilt-stricken, traumatized over the failure of their adoption to backyard Billy's house, okay? Most people would never, no matter how difficult it is, dump a child that they genuinely started out with all hopes and dreams to care for in the arms of criminals the vast majority of, of parents are not that burnt out that they would just dump them with a sexual predator in a trailer somewhere, um, smoking cigarettes. It's like, hey, we'll take him for free. That's not, that's not how it goes, okay? The stoppers have 
a lot of access to things that would validate their choice. And that's what people like them need. They need to validate their choice with experts and with families that are, and I, this is, I feel intrinsically exactly what has happened because I work in this every day. Every day of my life I spend in this world, okay? Those that have empty wombs that are trying to fill them with adopted children and that going wrong or whatever the case may be and families that are the very few families that are qualified and capable of taking care of children with severe attachment disorders, with severe disabilities. These are people in the upper echelon of second, second home, second chance adoptions, okay? So when the state, when an agency says that they should have worked with the state to terminate their parental rights, which I'm gonna to get to in a minute, that they'll take them into foster care and then find them a family. You're telling me that all these fucking idiots out here in the world that have all this shit to say about rehoming, they feel that would have been a better choice. We're talking foster care with the state or an agency that couldn't even make the right choice from the beginning, people. Huxley should have never gone to live with these people, okay? They are too young. His disabilities were too severe. They were warned on multiple occasions by multiple people from the agency and the medical professionals, the neurologists. Multiple people told her psychologists not to do this. They still allowed it to go through. They went to China one time, as far as I know. So they didn't do any integration that I think they should have done. They had a huge YouTube following already. This was everything you need to make a a shit soup, dumpster fire, bad choice. And these people co-signed the whole thing. They co-signed the whole thing. And so that's the agency. Let's say they're not qualified in my book, right? With Huxley. Like they didn't do a very good job the first time. And foster care in Ohio is probably not going to be able to facilitate the smooth transition from one familiar home with Huxley into a new home that may not be permanent. This process done by a family that has notoriety that will be called to be held accountable. They knew that that was coming. Okay, maybe they didn't realize it was gonna be such a shit show, but they knew it was coming. So there's gonna be accountability there. <laughs> they, I'm sure, spent a lot evaluations and assessments and um, you know written opinions etc because they want to be validated when they do make the choice and they do finally say Huxley's not our you know he's going to move on to this family they want to feel that they did everything they could and they can afford to and they need to they need to hear it from these professionals and the professionals here's the best part are going to validate them they're going to evaluate this child and say oh you know this is this kind of, um, you know, delay. This is this kind of disability. This is what that's going to require. We feel he needs these things because I bet he really does. And I bet you that the professionals can see that these people are not the right people for Huxley. When they know, now you're talking about people that work in this system, okay? Professionals, you know, we're talking about doctors. We're talking psychologists. We're talking 
you know, people that, that this is what they do and these are the families they work with for a living, okay? So what we're saying, what we're seeing, what we're saying and what we're seeing is the professionals are going to validate them and that's what they need to let themselves feel some relief and to move on from this. But also the professionals have access to families that are more experienced, that maybe they've raised a couple of rounds of children um, in Huxley's position or with the, the types of delays and, and things that Huxley has that are, that are in, you know, making it difficult for this already um, extreme, in my opinion, it's my opinion, you know, family um, to cope with his needs. These people may have, um, there may be, uh, the fa- I am, this is all speculation, but families like this typically are families that have training, years of training. I mean, they've been doing this for decades. They've a lot of times, this is what their formal education is in. They have doctorate degrees and master's degrees. They're a married couple that, you know, have been doing this, writing books, writing um, papers, or they have, you know, there's situations where maybe um, the family actually has a relationship with someone in that, in that kind of sphere. But, like, the thought that, that Micah would hire and they would, ha- they would bring in this team of professional um, you know, medical professionals to evaluate, and then she would, you know, just dump them off in some backyard bin. That is extremely ignorant and stupid to, to think. Like, certain things may feel really wonderful in the sense of, like, sensationalized and, like, dramatic, but let's use our fucking brains, guys. You guys really are coming for this family because they chose to use their financial gains that they have made to secure a family when A, they decided that's what they wanted to do, or B, it was suggested or recommended to them and they felt it was the right choice. We don't know. We may never know. You think (laughs) that it is a better decision for her to take this child that she got from China and failed to parent correctly and got in over her head on to the state and let the state help by terminating her rights, which, oh, by the way, here's the tip that I wanted to give you guys. Understand that what the state or what this person who was explaining to you in this quote from BuzzFeed, how it works, what they failed to mention is that a lot of times, most times, many times, when you terminate parental rights on an adopted child you terminate your parental rights global meaning they'll take all your kids they will take all of your children they'll investigate you to the point of literally like psychotic breakdowns they will take your children and they will put your biological children that you that you haven't done anything wrong to you haven't abandoned or neglected them or anything but they will literally take them and put them in foster care for months while they investigate you and they drag it out and they take you to court um, while they involve the international adoption agency. Well, there's a lot of things that (laughs) that whole fucking stupid BuzzFeed article quote isn't mentioning. And it is a big deal. It is very common. That's the thing. A lot of the time, I think 20% of the time, um, 
what happens is people learn about these things, these consequences, or they're getting the vibe already that it's not going to work out and they get cold feet and they, they don't want to move forward with the adoption. So they, they disrupt before it's finalized because of this stuff. 20%, 20% is not a small number, guys. And I will pick up my phone in just a second to quote it. So what I want to tell you is this. Once I reread the BuzzFeed article and I like actually took a step back and I was less inflamed um, by like the raging stupidity on YouTube and elsewhere, it all made perfect sense. Micah doesn't owe you guys a fucking explanation about where Huxley is because it's been proven in the way that you've completely destroyed everything they've ever touched, which I don't care. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't matter. I think it's bananas and I think it's absolutely ridiculous, but it's fine. Why would she tell anyone anything about Huxley's life now moving forward? Initially, I thought it was a cop out myself, but now the time has passed and you guys have, and I say you guys, like maybe my listeners don't have anything to do with this, but a lot of random people that don't have adoptive children they don't have foster children that have never done an international adoption. They've never had an adopted child to disrupt, dissolve, rehome, any of those things. Are coming for these people. They have ruined every brand relationship they have ever made. All of their children are now being investigated. So they're, they're literally under investigation as we speak. Let me give you the update. So that was the initial claim that they're monsters that set this whole thing up. It was always their plan to get rich, to get famous, and then to use Huxley to do that. And then when they they were over it, they would just quote unquote rehome him. Let me read this to you. So the BuzzFeed article was, you know, like last week or when was it? Let me just be clear on my sources here. It was May 29th. Now, as of, I think yesterday, let's see. I have a lot of um, resources, fact-checking things pulled up on my phone. Let me find it. Um, so as of yesterday, <clears throat> this is what was uh, reported one day ago. And this is exactly what I said. An investigation has been launched into the welfare of Micah and James Stauffer's son, Huxley, who was quote-unquote rehomed nearly three years after the couple adopted him from China. Um, e! News spoke to a representative for the Delaware County Sheriff's Office who said the department has received several inquiries regarding the welfare of Huxley and that he is definitely not missing. Quote, our primary concern is for the well-being of this child as well as the other children in the household. The office's representative said that uh, in their statement, our investigation is ongoing and will include contact with all of the children to ensure their safety. All adoption cases are confidential and must go through a thorough process with specific requirements and safeguards in private adoptions. There are some legal requirements that must be adhered to. These include home studies as well as background checks on the adopting parents. In this case, we are confident that the appropriate process is occurring. Okay. As a reminder, Micah and James faced enormous amounts of backlash um, for their decision to quote-unquote rehome Huxley. They announced in a YouTube video the couple then told their subscribers that they experienced difficulties, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so that quote from the police department. Is that correct? Let me make sure I'm saying the right things. Yeah, the sheriff's office. The Delaware County Sheriff's Office. Okay, so... What, what I'm trying to point out to you guys is that 
You can't just go around rehoming children like they say in the quote on BuzzFeed. You need to go through the appropriate resources, like through the appropriate channels. You can have attorneys draw out paperwork just like they would if you did a step-parent adoption. Nobody's saying anything about that. If a step-parent adopts a child or let's say it's a lesbian couple, okay? Do you think that they have to put the kid in foster care? Does, the, does DCF have to get involved? No, they don't. You go to a sperm bank, you have an infer, you know, like a fertility doctor, whatever, a gay couple gets pregnant and they want to, you know, the other parent wants to adopt. Nobody else gets involved. It's not a biological parent. It's an adoption, right? It's an adoption. And the, the media isn't coming for anyone over that. They're not calling it rehoming. What about when a biological parent doesn't participate in the child's life at all, period, and the step-parent raises that child. Guess what? That's called a step-parent adoption. Guess who's not involved in that? The state. The state. There's a judge. You need the other parent to say that they're going to terminate the rights, that they are relinquishing their rights to the child, and immediately someone else has to take over those rights because the child doesn't have, you can't just remove rights and not replace them. The step-parent then steps in to do an adoption. Guess who's not involved? Guess what it's not called? Now, all of a sudden, because somebody decided that this child couldn't integrate into their family, now they have ill intentions. Now they're fucking um, incompetent. Now they don't know what to do. They just dump their child off in this un, you know, unorganized, unregulated scam of a system. I've been in this fucking game for 15 years and the words rehoming never come up. They never come up. You know what we call it? We call it second chance. Second chance adoption. That's what we call it. And it's very difficult to find. But what is, in fact, very not, not hard or complex to find is families that do exactly what our experts in the BuzzFeed quote, Mr. Johnson and I don't remember the other person's name, suggested they're burnout and they turn their children over to the state, consequences and all. And so those kids go in foster care. And then the state spends X amount of time prosecuting or investigating or fucking with the relinquishing parents while the child sits in foster care. And then when it's all said and done, after they've done their due diligence, right? Then they start looking for a new family to be a permanent family. That can take years. You guys are so fucking backwards on this. Like you coming out of the woodwork, all of these people coming out of the woodwork with their uneducated, ignorant opinions, not being able to give any human being credit because you don't like how it ended. You don't like that this wealthy, blonde, not very, in my opinion, entertaining, not very convincing woman is just saying, fuck it, I want only my biological children and I don't want Huxley anymore. You don't like that because you've interpreted it as whatever. I've seen people saying that she thinks she's too good for that. Like she does, she wants to just pump out babies that, um, you know, don't have disabilities. Like, okay, whatever. You can call it whatever you want. You can say whatever you want about it. You can turn it into whatever kind of shit show, fuck fuckery you want to turn it into but to say that you think that to like ruin someone's life because they went privately found a home for a child that had major medical needs 
this is this is a family with a good amount of money. This is a woman who has had biologically four children that did all of the things to adopt her fifth child. Um, now you guys think that all of a sudden, y'all from the internet have more investment in Huxley's well-being. Y'all think that y'all got it figured out more so than Micah. And I'm not saying Micah's like a winner, but I'm telling you, it's crazy that you think that you need to call the police on a very public family who in their town are already going to be under a microscope. You think that exposing where Huxley is so that this international shit show can show up on the door of whatever family has taken on this child. They may be paying them. They may be paying them a substantial amount of money to make sure that he stays hidden and in private so that he can have a a transition free of trauma and people instigating something that's already going to be difficult. And because you don't like her, because you guys think she's, I've heard people calling her a sociopath, calling her a narcissist, um, calling them all kinds of names. Do I think that, that James is like a wet toast? Like he's like a wet blanket? Like, yes, I think he follows her around and does whatever she says. I think that she is completely contrived. And I think that this is a persona. And I think that all the things I've already said about it, I'm not going to keep going. That does not have anything to do with the facts. Adoptions fail constantly, every day, all the time. They fail in way more shitty ways than this. Like, way more tragic, um, concerning ways than this. Okay? Way, 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 way. Trust me. I see it all the time. I have seen adoptions fail because they give the child back to the mom and dad who are still homeless on the streets shooting up drugs and prostituting because they don't have any other resources and they don't know what to do and they're the child wants to be there, so it's running away all the time. It's trying to get to his bio parents. I've seen all kinds of things. I've seen 13-year-olds that are allowed to go live with the boyfriend's parents because the adoptive parents can't take it anymore. Like, you would never in a million years spend your time looking into these stories and then shit posting about it and, like, calling for brands to cancel, um, you know, these families or whatever. Like, you, you wouldn't even know it exists. It could happen right next door to your house and you probably wouldn't even know. Like... It is par for the course because guess what? Every adoption story that you read, almost every one of them, that that discusses, you know, um, disruption or failing is literally based in terribly intended agenda, in a terribly intended agenda. So, like, the fact that you guys have decided that the best, the the best, uh, process to deal with this is to fucking put him in what foster care in in Ohio or have an international agency shop around for a new family while he's in um, uh, an agency waiting here instead of the people that have taken the responsibility as the parent use their money time and uh intuition after having him for two or three years to make a choice for him and because they're not explaining that to you because they're not telling you all the details of it you you have now destroyed this family their their reputation their 
income, they're, they're still being quiet. And I think that actually is probably the most admirable thing they've done. Because the truth is, it's nobody's business. This is still a child. This is a traumatic situation. It doesn't matter how you feel about it. Your opinions from wherever USA, they don't matter. I'm so sorry. They don't matter. You sitting there getting 879,000 views and monetizing those views to shit post and to break down bite by bite the narcissism, the, the sociopathy, the, um, you know, uh, entitlement financially whatever whatever you have to say that could be true may not be true it's not your business it's not your business like being involved in the journey of adoption is also being involved with the risk of it failing and it's a high high risk it's high risk stuff international infant it doesn't matter a lot of adoptions fail for a lot of reasons and it's mostly because the person that wants the baby wants a biological child they want to have a biological parent experience or like with Micah they have some elitist motivation they have some uh, religious motivation or something along those lines and then when they get into the shits they realize that they don't actually want to do this because taking care of someone else's child it isn't so easy to integrate um, other humans into your family tree without the genetic contribution believe it or not you can love them. I have one. I have one that I've had her whole life. Like, been around her her whole life. Been raising her. She Like, for the first part of her life, for many years. So she was eight years old. She didn't even know I wasn't her biological mom. Okay? Like, I know exactly what it's like to raise a child that is not biologically my daughter. I love her the most I ha- could ever possibly love a daughter that's not mine. I don't have my own t- children. But it's not the same thing. And you guys sitting around here with your bullshit about um, this family's choice, there's a lot of things you can say. And And it starts with they should have never, ever, ever in their lives been able to adopt a child when they did under those circumstances. And let me not forget to mention one more again. Every agency that adopts a baby, and there's a documentary associated with that story. There is a very well-followed influencer associated with that story. There is a news or journalist following the process or or the journey. All of them know about social media. They all know exactly what they're getting. I guarantee you it was a conversation at some point. I guarantee you it was a conversation, a promotional conversation, because it's always a conversation, especially when doing business with these, with these orphanages that are for profit. And mostly, all of them are, believe it or not. They talk about, oh, there's all these dangers, and these children aren't, you know, they don't go through these regulated processes. We need to, we need to get a hold of them, and we need to be involved. Do you need to get another fee? You want to get another fee? for all your home studies that cost $30,000 and whatever else to run background checks. You want to get that fee, don't you? Trust me. Just like all these shit post videos that have 45 minutes of uh, unrelenting, useless, unrelated, uninvolved opinion with 16 ads, they're monetizing too, right? They're getting paid off of this story, just like Micah got paid off of her journey, just like these adoption agencies get paid 
off of their participation. They get paid. Everybody's getting paid. It is a world of getting paid. Let's not act like we're fucking slow. Okay? If you leave your children to godparents uh, or your friends, if, you don't, if it's not the religious type of godparents, whatever, and you decide that that's going to be the people, those are going to be the people that take care of your kids if something happens to you and your husband or whatever, and you guys get in a car accident and you die, the state doesn't have to get involved. If all the things are clean, the attorneys can can make the placements for the children. The state doesn't have to get involved. And if you have decided that you feel the state needs to get involved and these agencies need to be involved and these foster care um, protocols need to be implemented all the time, you must not have ever experienced it. That is clear. Because it goes from being the choices that you've made in the, the routes of paperwork and filings and decisions and judges, whatever, those things, those things are no longer up to you. Now you're dealing with things that are subjective. People that come into your home or assess your parenting skills or your choices or your relationships, and they decide what kind of consequences should go along with your decisions. When the state gets involved, you have to go to court when the state um, files all, you know, all, constantly. You're constantly going to court. They're, they are trying to determine what your punishment will be for making whatever choice it is that you've made and how much it's going to cost you financially, how long you have to be away from your kid to prove yourself, right? That's like the traditional way of looking at it. But when you're, when you're changing placement... You don't get to know anymore. They take over your rights as a parent that goes over to the state. You still are being punished by the state. And they're still going to put you on a case plan or whatever for your own children. But you don't even get to see what happens. You're no longer privy to to know where this child goes. This child could go to the town's local, well-known, which all of us have one, right? foster family that molests or abuses and you won't know you won't know because it's no longer in the scope of things that you have the right to know so I think it's a fucking joke I think the outrage is recreational and you guys are literally calling for the wrong um you're you're not entitled to know where he is and we now know that he's fine the state has responded with their bullshit response, and the police department has responded, there's an ongoing investigation, and there are inter- attorneys have responded. Like, you, do, what do you want to ask Huxley yourself if he's okay? Th- people don't have to tell you things. At any point in time, a YouTube channel, a TV show, a documentary, a book, a friend, a human, doesn't matter, can decide that they don't want to give any more information. And just because you're invested and you have a fucking opinion, it doesn't mean... You have the right to know. And just because you feel you have the right to know and now you're pissed because you don't have the details that you feel entitled to have, the whole world is up in arms. And they've ruined this family that still maintained their silence. 
And I think, again, it's the, it's the most courageous thing they've done the whole time. So with all of that being said, I cannot believe that the world has decided they would rather this child go through the quote-unquote what you guys are calling the proper channels, the proper um, routes for quote-unquote rehoming, which means you would rather him go to an Ohio state foster care facility under the state's um, guardianship instead of the very wealthy humans that have been raising him for the last few years, paying for professional evaluations, making professional choices for rehoming the institutions or the families that were involved. You would rather him go through the worst possible, most traumatic route. And that that would give y'all all peace of mind. It's a joke. It's a fucking joke.